Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier. Today, folks, we got Michael is Bears. I messed most people's last Bears. name up, but I got to, I no, think I got, got that one. Like you the got Chicago it. Bears. You What's up, brother? It. You got it. I'm doing well, sir. Living the dream. Living the dream. Well, I don't know what the dream is anymore, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. Some days I get up and think it might be somebody else's, but no, I'm just playing, man. Well, so look, uh, you and I got connected through our friend Nate Nathan. I guess he goes by Nathan for a lot of people, but I call him Nathan. But I guess a lot of people call him Nate. Is what I should have said. So, Nate. yep, you're working over at Free to Grow, which y'all are in St. Louis, right? Uh, correct. The headquarters in St. Louis. Okay, and uh, you have been hired on to basically kind of spearhead. A new division, but it's what I think is interesting though is that you know Nate and Charlie were already doing this for CSRs, right? They were already acting as fractional CSRs for multiple companies. Is that correct? Uh, correct. Yeah, CSR, DSR, remote dispatching, all that. Uh, approximately thirty clients right now. Okay, and the company started like twenty twenty ish, maybe. Yeah, right. About three, three and a half years ago now. Correct. Perfect. And so why don't you tell the listeners what your what this new thing is that you guys have are doing over there? It's not new, but it's new how you're doing it. It's yeah, the whole platform is a little new. I mean, call by call management is not new. It's been around for years. Expand the HVAC plumbing and, and trades industries. But now we're bringing a virtual sales platform along with it. So, you know, the current model is technician goes to the home something is catastrophically wrong with the system or the homeowner just wants a bid for a new system whatever that case may be and they wait anywhere from three hours to three days to in some cases as you know three weeks so with this we are able to eliminate all windshield time and in real time while the technician is still in the home get them to connect us and what we're calling a warm TGL tech generated lead turnover. So it's basically the same process. It's just that you're getting to them significantly faster. And what it's allowing for, I mean, already it's the industry is proving the conversion rates are up 35%, close rates are hovering around 80%. The average tickets are up five to eight thousand dollars. 
and that's on sales and repairs as well. So, because if we're not getting the sell, we're at least getting the repair out of it. Sure. So, just you know, for everybody listening, just walk me through. So, if you know, normal a technician goes to the house, they check the things that they need to check, whatever that system, whatever the system is that company's laid out for them and the process they've laid out, and then the technician. Who, you know, and it's not a knock against technicians, but most technicians are, you know, they're technicians because they like to fix shit. They don't like to sell mm-hmm. shit. So, you know, just walk me through what that process is like from the technician standpoint. And also, I'd like for you to talk about for a minute how you gain the trust of those technicians to know that you're going to be the guy that's going to help them with this. Because I imagine that's, that's a hurdle. That is a really great question. And that's what's been proven as well, that if you lose the trust of your guys, if you're not answering when they're calling you, if you're not able to tee these up and you're making clients wait, whatever the case may be, they're going to lose credibility and trust with you very quickly. So basically, the way it works is we have a pre-designed platform with everything we need. All that has to be changed is a few particulars for each call. The technician is let the person know what they need, what we're looking at, what the clients, what the client needs for repairs. So you're putting together the presentation while they're putting together their options for repairs. And then basically you're meeting in the middle, getting that client on a, a Zoom call with you and presenting right then and there. So, so all right. So the technician, so, you know, the, I guess it works two ways. You also have to be able to depend on the technician to communicate with you throughout that process, I would imagine several times, right? Correct. That's why the whole call by call management system ties in perfectly with this because basically there's a morning huddle. You're discussing the day's previous performance, looking at today's schedule, making sure everybody's kind of pumped up and ready to go and that there's not any any questions, comments, or concerns to handle. Basically, look at the morning huddles as a chance to praise coach or solve, right? That's what that whole little time frame is. So it it kind of lines us out. So each tech knows kind of what they're walking into for the day for their pre-assigned calls, as far as, you know, the hot calls that will drop in for the no cools or the water heater leaking or those kind of things. We have to adapt to those in real time and it's whoever's available. But I have, I personally have found that when you work with the technicians daily, you let them know that they're, that you're there. You make sure that if they're having any hurdles or issues with the system, the processes that they're being handled in real time, they work with you. So, so how are you communicating with them? Is it via text or are you on a Slack channel? How does that work? We have a Slack channel, but then we do communicate a lot through text. And then we have morning Zoom meetings every morning. You, you run those meetings? Correct. Okay. So you meet with basically meet with the team five days a week, have conversations with them in that morning huddle. I would imagine it's five days a week. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. So tell me about the owner that would be the best fit for a process like this. Basically, you know, as you know, we're not the only ones out here rolling out this virtual sales platform in the call by call, man. You've got everybody from Peterman and Absolute, Gettle, 
those guys and they're having tremendous success with this platform. But what we're going after is the companies that are, you know, your one to $10 million, $15 million companies that want to grow, that want to add a division, but don't want to add the overhead on top of that, that can't necessarily find the employees to meet that overhead. So they already have technicians in place, but now they need to implement a process like this where we can just increase the sales. I would imagine this is going to go, I think it's going to go bananas. I mean, I, I, look, if you got a one to five, one to $10 million company, and you're having struggles with either finding good selling technicians or, you know, maybe you've got just one and they're stretched, you know, they're going between a bunch of different technicians and you've got a big gap in time. This seems like a no brainer. So how does this compare and I don't know if you can talk about this or not, but like, what would it, you know, the biggest thing is cost. Like, well, what is this going to cost me? I'm sure is the number one question people give the, give you guys. So how does that look structure-wise, if you don't mind me asking? So that's going to be perspective-based designed specifically for each company, depending on how many techs and what the need is, right? But basically what I can tell you is it's going to be less expensive than anything that's currently going on now because, as you may or may not know, Corey, every vehicle that a service company has on the road, approximately, depending on your market and where you're at, is about a quarter million dollars to operate. And that's everything from the vehicle payment, wear and tear, insurances, liabilities, technician salary, parts, and you know what I mean, just everything. Vehicles, crashes have to be factored in, especially you know, once you have more than about 10, 15 vehicles on the road, your crash rate goes up a little bit. And we're eliminating all of that. Plus, we're seeing that the industry is showing one one project manager or comfort advisor or whatever you want to call it can handle five technicians and they can run approximately seven to eight sales calls a day. Whereas when we were in the field with all the windshield time, especially if you're in a big city where your territory spread out three to four calls a day max. So when you factor in just the exponential increase in close rate, average tickets, and then take away all the overhead, it's a no brainer. I think too, you know, I think this should be a relief for most of these guys that that run, you know, that run any of these trade companies that you work with. And it's also got to be a relief for the technician because again, kind of back circling back to what I was talking about earlier, they don't want to sell this shit. They just don't. Right. Right. Yeah. So how do you tell me about, tell me a little bit more about other than your meeting. So you guys sign up a company, you, you just start meet with them on Monday morning. Then you just keep meeting with them. How does that, what's that process like? Um, yeah. So like I said, we meet Monday through Friday and we just like, we just game plan, look at the days previous wins and talk about what needs to be worked on. The biggest thing is just presenting options and making sure the technicians aren't afraid <clears throat> to present the options, you know? So partnering with service MVP and just making sure that a minimum of three to six options per call are being given. We're finding that just increases that, you know, the average ticket for the repairs as well. 
So do you also help with repairs or you primarily are called in for the newer systems? Pause one second, Corey. I apologize. And now I have another one. Repeat your question. All right. So busy man. Okay, you try to close deals while we're on the show, which I appreciate. Correct. <laughs> I get it. Correct. So the question was so so the so you guys bring on a company and the only thing they really have to do is just you come show up on Monday morning. Is there anything in between that? Do you go out to the company? Does the company come to you? Is there any other interaction that a company would need to do before they bring you guys on to do this? Yeah, so we're doing an onboarding process where myself or someone like me shows up typically four to five days, meets the staff. If they're not integrated with free to grow in our CSR process, then we meet with the dispatchers and then we do a group meeting with everyone and then we start ride-alongs right away. The nice thing with this process is from day one, we're selling and implementing this process. So when the onboarding specialist is there doing that, he's riding with the technicians and he's getting them to turn that call over to an advisor that will be available, like I said, from day one. So it is a much better and simpler process than having to send your technicians out somewhere where they're out of the field for four to five days. We actually bring everything to you. And like I said, you're actually seeing the process of making money from day one. That makes sense. So is it a percentage that the company has to pay out? I don't need to know the exact percentage, but how does the customer that you serve, the company, how do they pay for this? Is it up? So there's an onboarding. Yeah. So there's an onboarding fee that will be a flat rate agreed upon fee, depending again on the size of the company, how many technicians have to be trained. And then there is a, commission-based percentage that is agreed upon beforehand for everything that free to grow helps close. I mean, even if that percentage was even, you know, if it was even 10%, if you're doubling the sales, which arguably you probably are getting close to that, this is a no-brainer. <laughs> exactly. Comfort advisors right now are getting anywhere from eight to 12% or so of the gross ticket. But then, like I said, you've got all that overhead and the vehicle expenses and everything else, plus their insurances and all of that. So yeah, it's a no brainer for a company that wants to scale and start playing in the big boy arena while they grow to that size. Where I see a really good fit as well is any trades company out there that wants to add a new division like a, a plumbing company that wants to get into HVAC, but doesn't necessarily want to buy into buying 10 more vehicles and all of that, that'd be a great fit as well. That makes sense. Okay. So what kind of bumps in the road have you seen throughout this process? Because I'm sure it hadn't gone smooth, you know, it's super smooth, but I'm sure there's been some things that maybe were unexpected. If you, can you tell me about some of those? It's actually gone off pretty well. We launched a couple of weeks ahead of schedule and things have just kind of taken off like gangbusters. The only thing that has to happen is the team has to buy into the process, man. That's all. Yeah. So. But that goes regardless. I mean, that goes to oh, anybody. It, yeah. hundred percent. And that once they see 
the numbers and that the numbers don't lie. And then again, that we're taking away that comfort advisor that shows up and says, you need a new system. We've designed this to where the homeowner is choosing what they want to do. What well, makes sense to me. So, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, do you have homeowners that are given any pushback on, the, you know, another person not coming to their house and doing this on Zoom? <clears throat> no, but there have been a couple of people that have been a little technology disadvantaged, but it's been half a percent, I would say. The rest of the people are absolutely floored when they see this PowerPoint presentation that has been custom designed for them. It mentions their home, their address right there. It's their options kind of a thing. So it's a lot more personable than one would think. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, all right. So let's put that to the side for a second. I think we've probably gone over that quite a bit. Yeah. You've got some experience in this industry before you ever started this, right? Correct. Yeah. I'm a longtime master plumber, trades guy. I've owned four different, fairly successful variations of trades companies. I sold my last plumbing and HVAC business based out of Love in Colorado at the end of 2019. Then I've just been doing sales management, consulting, helping new companies open divisions and those kind of things. When I was in the field, I was a multi-million dollar producer as a dual tech because I could sell the plumbing and the HVAC. So That makes sense. Yeah, that's why you're doing this. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a smart process. And you, so you were living in Colorado. Did you live in Colorado for a long time? Is that where you grew up? No, I was born in California, raised in Arizona, but I've kind of been all over, man. I've lived everywhere from Maui to Colorado to California to now St. Louis. So, yeah, awesome. Excuse me. Well, Michael, I think, look, dude, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to share about, you know, this process or the success that you've had with it. This has been a really good conversation, but feel free to add anything else you want to add that maybe we haven't covered. I feel like we covered everything we needed to cover. I just want to make sure that everybody has my contact information. My direct phone number is 970-699. 0021. And my email address is M, like Michael, Bears, B E A R S, like the animals, at free two grow.com. Boom. Perfect. Well, listen, my friend, I appreciate you coming on and telling us all about this. I wish you much success. Dude, thank you so much, Corey. We appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you for tuning into the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at coreybarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.